Are you ready to talk? Are you ready to debate? Let the discussion begin. Welcome to Food for Thought with Mike Winkler. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Food for Thought. Mike Winkler again here with you on this second episode of Food for Thought. I hope that uh, you listened to the first episode. I thought there was a lot of good information. We talked about Afghanistan. We talked about controlled substances, and we talked about the Ashley Babbitt situation. Um, Unfortunately, it seems like the Afghanistan situation has blown over, uh, much to the... uh, the media uh, putting it underneath the rug like they always do, uh, trying to give Joe Biden uh, a praise for what he did and and the retreat out of Afghanistan, which is which is a joke, by the way. But that's not what this episode's about. Um, I just wanted to kind of recap uh, recap that. Um, on today's episode, um, I actually really wanted to cover. A couple different things. I wanted to uh, cover COVID and the situation, especially with Joe Biden going on TV yesterday and and laying out these new uh, restrictions and mask mandates for mainly the unvaccinated people, which that is causing a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, struggle. Uh, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, today in Florida uh, fought for the uh, the mask mandates in the schools and to take them out, and he did win. So DeSantis in Florida yet wins again. And uh, actually in Joe Biden's speech yesterday, he actually in a way uh, he worded it as that as in different governors and senators that are fighting back against what we're trying to do with covid. Basically, he was singling out, you know, Abbott of Texas and, of course, Ron DeSantis. The, the fact of the matter is, is that even though we could talk about mask mandates and how they're supposed to protect people and, and such, uh, what what Joe Biden and the rest of the Democrats are forgetting is that getting the vaccine is a choice. It's a choice, and we could have that discussion as far as um, we could go as far as abortion with that conversation. You know, they like to say that it's okay to uh, abort children and give the woman the, the free choice. Look, I, I'm I'm the kind of person where yes, the woman's choice I believe begins with them choosing to have sex. That's where I think the discussion begins for choice. That's the choice you make. Once you do that, there's a consequence that comes with that. And when you decide to do that, that's what happens. And uh, abortion should only be utilized, in my opinion, and this might cause a lot of controversy, but in my opinion, abortion should only be used if if you're in danger of, of dying in childbirth or in situations of rape. That's about it. Um, you go out there, you choose to have uh, unprotected sex. That's the choice you made. There's a consequence. And having a child and a baby is a part of that. So you don't agree with me? That's fine. But that's my viewpoint on it. And I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong. So anyway, so let's continue on with this. So he goes on about mask mandates and telling people that this has become the 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 virus of the unvaccinated. Uh, the, the problem with that is, is that there's a lot of people right now in the country that cannot get this vaccine due to certain medical issues. My mother's one of them. She has certain immunity problems and she can't get the shot. And I, I, I feel so bad for the fact that she can't because she's not able to live her life the way she would she would choose to. And, and I know it upsets her greatly. And I wish she could get it so she could go back out and she could do things that she used to do. 
Um, but, you know, she can't. And when you go on TV, uh, Mr. President, and go on there and basically tell people that they should get it regardless, it's like newsflash. There are people that can't get it. Okay. There are people that can't get it. Yes. There's a lot of people out there that are choosing not to get it for, I don't know what the reasons. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there about, about, you know, why it was created and, and why we shouldn't get it and blah, blah, blah. I understand, you know, people's point of view on that. I really do. But at the same time, at the same time, we have to look at it from the perspective of the vaccines are there to protect us. But, you know, people choose when they want to get a flu shot. They choose if they want to get um, chicken pox vaccines or uh, measles, whatever it is, whatever vaccine you choose to get, you choose to do that. So why should the COVID one be any different? You know, we talk about how if you don't get vaccinated, you're basically endangering other people and you're causing their death and, and such. What really blows my mind about that is Democrats are driving that point, but yet they are okay with killing a baby in the womb right before the baby is due. Just look at all the controversies with Planned Parenthood and how they were caught on tape by Project Veritas and and they were wanting to use baby parts for certain things and they were willing to abort the baby right before birth. That's sick, ladies and gentlemen. That is beyond sick. If you can sit there and you can support that, that you can sit there and say that a full-grown seven, eight, nine-month-old baby is okay to, to, to abort, that's sick. That's murder. And I know a lot of people are, are, are will, will argue back and forth on that. But if you take a good look at the big picture of it all, it's what it is. It's what it is, plain and simple, and and nobody has to agree with me on that. Um, but just take a good, long, hard look at it. Um, so my viewpoint, of course, on the mandates is basically this. Um, a lot of what has happened in the last, let's say, six months is when you're letting in people from across the border, that are not being tested, not being given the vaccine when, they, when they're brought into the country, being put on buses and put into many different apartment buildings and housing. When they're unvaccinated and you don't know if, if they have it or not, they're going around and they're spreading it to everybody else in the country. Does anybody know notice that the surges continued or went up right after all these immigrants were surging into this country? I mean, it's not really hard to figure that out either. That's, that's common sense. And now you're going to bring in all these Afghans from Afghanistan, and we're basically going to have the same problem. These people aren't being tested. These people aren't being vaccinated. So now, again, we're bringing more people into this country that are bringing other diseases, other other viruses, what have you. I mean, we hear about the Delta variant. We hear about this new, uh, I believe it's the Mu variant, that they, they found their first case in Los Angeles that was found overseas. Here's my problem with this. The government stresses about how we need to wear masks, we need to be vaccinated, and blah, 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 so we prevent the spread. And then we hear about all these different variants that come from different countries, ones that have not come here yet. We stress about what we should do now to protect ourselves. But, but tell me, the government is not shutting down travel from these other countries to stop the other variants from coming here. Yeah, some people make the argument saying that, oh, uh, eventually it'll mutate here and, and, and it'll get here. 
that's another argument to be had, and that might be entirely possible. But in the meantime, wouldn't you rather take the what if possibly it can mutate here rather than let travel continue and just bring it here and let it accelerate and come here quicker? It just doesn't make sense. There, there are too many do's and don'ts, hypocrisies that the government has been doing since COVID started, but especially in the last eight to nine months since Joe Biden took office. It's just like Joe Biden taking credit for Operation Warp Speed and the vaccines. Like he goes on TV yesterday and talks about, oh, there was only a small handful of people vaccinated when I came into office. Now we got, you know, millions. I'm thinking, okay, well, you had nothing to do with that. You ordered more vaccines. Okay, well, anyone could have done that. Okay, you you don't want to thank Donald Trump for it. For Operation Warp Speed, fine, don't. Take credit for it. But at the end, at the end of the day, if you're going to take credit for Operation Warp Speed, then you sure as hell better damn well op- uh, accept the fact that Afghanistan's your fault. Own up to it. So you want to take take credit for all the good things, but you want to take yourself out of it for the bad things. You can't sit there and say that the vaccine was me, but Afghanistan was Donald Trump. It doesn't work that way, Okay. Donald Trump had a plan to go into Afghanistan for a safe withdrawal, so the Taliban didn't take over Afghanistan. And instead of following Trump's plan, which was very good and very well thought out, you tore it up and decided to do your own plan, which is what he did. And now the Taliban have taken control completely of Afghanistan, and we could quite possibly have another 9-11 threat on our hands in this country. And it's a scary thought because... The government right now is so trusting of the Taliban, which that's a whole other subject. I would love to get some military vets on this show to to discuss their feelings on how they feel about the American government trusting the Taliban. People that went over there and fought and died for the last 20 years. It, 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 it's screwed up. It's messed up. And anybody that can't say the government right now is not screwed up and it's not dysfunctional. You better start doing your homework and you better start taking a long, good look in the mirror, doing some reading and really thinking about the decisions that you made voting for this, because right now the world is an utteral and complete mess and something has to fix it. Plain and simple. I can make the same argument about COVID as far as, you know, telling people to wear masks in stores. And then you turn around and you watch a college football game last weekend and you're seeing full stadiums. No masks. People are definitely not six feet apart. They're, they're right on top of each other. If, if you're going to make the argument to tell people to wear masks in public and in stores and, and, and such, you can't sit there and say that and then tell people it's okay to go into a crowded football stadium or a crowded concert and everything's hunky-dory, okay? COVID's not sitting there in the wings saying, oh, I'm not going to infect people today because there's a ball game. It's not just going to consider that the exception to the rule, if, if that's the argument the government's going to make. In, in my opinion, I think the media and the government is responsible for blowing this thing up, especially lately. Um, I think over all of 2020, I think a lot of it was real. A lot of it was going on. There were some question marks about inflating some, you know, some of the death and, and COVID numbers, but that's that's long, long over from last year. We won't even discuss that. Uh, 
but I think right now the, the media and the government right now is creating a problem that is not as bad as they're making it out to be. Uh, people have come to a point where they are ready to live their lives. People went the whole year last year. Did, a lot of them did what they were supposed to do. Didn't live their lives the way they were supposed to. They didn't go back to work. Um, a lot of people still are not doing that, but a lot of that governmental uh, money is being stopped now. So a lot of people are being are stuck going back to work now, which which is good for our workforce. Uh, the government thought that the the uh, employment numbers were going to be up near seven hundred thousand this past month, and they were only at two hundred and fifty. So we were well below where we should have been. So that's an utter and complete failure again. Um, it, it's just it's just a mess right now. And, and I'm hoping, I hope to God that something clears it up soon. Um, it really is a shame that we have in power who we have in power right now. Uh, it really is sad, and I'm really hoping that something changes it quickly and fast. Because if, if, if not, I, I fear that this country is going to go into complete disarray and a civil war is, go- is going to happen. And, and I hope that it doesn't. But based on how things are going right now and the direction we're trending in, it will be. It will be, no question about it. And and uh, I just hope we're all on the right side when it happens. So, uh, okay, um, I'm going to push away from uh, from politics here. I've uh, done a lot of politics between the first and second episode. So I want to get into something a little bit more uh, happy and cheery, uh, maybe a little bit of debate as well. Uh, but last night, we finally had the return of the NFL. NFL football is back, ladies and gentlemen. And boy, I'll tell you. Oh, how I missed it. I mean, I'm a baseball fan. Don't get me wrong. I've been a baseball fan since a little boy. But baseball for me, as I've gotten older, has kind of become a little bit more boring to me. I'm not really sure why. Um, I don't have as much patience to watch baseball as I once did. Um, I I loved playing it as a kid, and, and I still love the game. But... Um, I mean, I can watch an Indians game with no problem. I love going to the Indians games. But I've reached a point now where it doesn't entertain me nearly as much. And I couldn't tell you why. The same thing with the NBA and basketball. Uh, I'm not the biggest basketball fan. You know, I, I, I loved watching the Cavs runs, especially in the championships. I mean, those were some great runs, and that was great entertaining Uh sports to watch. It was just, it was just fun. It was a fun run, a fun ride. And that 2016 year when the Cavaliers won and came back from three to one, that was just something special. And I, I I don't know if I'm ever going to see a comeback like that ever again in Cleveland sports history. I'm hoping that's not the last championship that I experience in here in Cleveland. Um, I, I think the, I think the Browns are very close. I think that this year could potentially be a Super Bowl bound year for the Browns. I definitely think they have the roster and the team to do it. Um, it's it's sad that the Indians or the Guardians don't get me started on that name change. We'll save that for another episode. The Indians, I think, are far apart right now from where they need to be. Um, they, they, of course, they're in a rebuild, but I could see the Browns going in a direction where, um or the Indians, I'm sorry, the Indians are going to go in a direction where they're, they're, they're going to go into a, a pretty solid rebuild. And maybe in a couple of years, two or three years, they might be back in the discussion of being contenders. They have a pretty great starting pitching staff and, 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 and such. So 
I think the Indians slash Guardians are headed in the right direction and we might be two or three years off from that. But the Browns are the are the team now, and I think the Browns come next next year at this time or next next in February, we could be having a Super Bowl parade in Cleveland. It's realistic. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's gonna happen, but for the first time, I am actually confident that it could. So anyway, so the NFL started last night, and uh, it was a fantastic game. Uh, Cowboys, Buccaneers, uh, Brady versus Prescott. It, w- it was a fantastic game that was close all the way through. But my food for thought on the NFL today is the ending. I've always had this running theory that when Tom Brady played for the New England Patriots, that he always got a little bit of favoritism from the referees. And I know there's a lot of people out there that will agree that there's a lot of favoritism when it comes to Brady. And I know some people will agree with me on this, that over the years he's gotten some of the calls, some of the things have gone his way, blah, blah, blah. But last night, and it really pissed me off, got into a disagreement with my parents over watching the game, ended up leaving pissed off. Basically, basically because they they didn't agree with me on it, which I still don't understand why. But anyway, uh, there was a play at the end. It was 29, uh, 29 to 28 Dallas, minute and a half left. Brady gets the ball back. And they're driving down the field. And as we get near the 35 to 40 second mark, Brady's at the 50-yard line, I think. So they're maybe about 10 to 15 yards out of field goal range to win the game. And he throws a pass out to the 25 or 30-yard line, I believe it was. And the receiver for the Buccaneers catches it, but the Dallas guy falls over as he catches it. Now, when I first saw it on the on, on the first way it went down, it looked a little funny to me when it was live, but I didn't really know what happened. Then they showed the replay, and you could obviously tell that the Buccaneers guy's arm was extended when he pushed the Dallas guy over, which, by rule, is offensive pass interference. Should have been called. Should have been called, plain and simple. And even the uh, NBC has some kind of analyst on there, a referee expert. He was a previous referee. I think he was retired or whatever. And even as we were watching the replay, even he said that the call should have been made. It was it was pass interference. The arm was extended out. That's, you know, should have been called. And by them not calling this, Tampa Bay kicks a field goal and wins the game. Now, it goes back to the same argument I had at the end of last year in the Browns-Chiefs playoff game when I believe the Browns were ripped out of that game. Yeah, I might be biased, blah, 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 because I'm a Browns fan. But in all honesty, last night I wasn't a fan of either team. But I saw for what it was. So I'm going back to the Browns-Chiefs game because there was that helmet-to-helmet play in that game that was not called, that caused a fumble, and the fumble went in the back of the end zone, ended up being a touchback back to the Chiefs. The Browns, the Browns lost by less than a touchdown. It was late in the game. The Browns more than likely would have scored a touchdown in that situation. They've been at the one-yard line. They've taken the lead. Browns might, might have very well won that game. Yeah, I, I know th- things could have changed in the game that might have caused something different. Sure, okay, we can make that argument. But it's the same thing because in that helmet-to-helmet situation, the referee was standing right next to the situation, looking right at it, and didn't call it. Why don't you call that? You're right in front of it. Not, you can't say you didn't see it or you were far away. You, you saw it. You just chose not to call it. Now, whether it's because the Chiefs were playing at home or or, or I don't want to go as far as saying the word fixed. That's a, that's a very cautious word with a lot of people, so I won't go that far. But there was something fishy about it. And just like last night yet again, 
Referee was right there looking right at it, and he didn't call it. And I have a serious problem with that. I really do. It's, I don't know. I just think that referees are getting paid a lot of money to do a good job. And I know sometimes they miss certain things because things are far away. But when you're looking right at it and you're right up in the face of it, it's almost like you're choosing not to call it. And and that's a serious problem with me. And it always has been a serious problem with me in all sports. So, you know, I, that's my viewpoint on that. So I see a few people are watching our, our live stream here today. This is uh, our second episode of the podcast, but um, I'll only be doing the occasional live streaming episodes. This is one of the live streaming episodes I'm doing. So for anybody that's watching, um, please feel free to comment if you're watching on Facebook. And ask any question, and I'll answer it on the show. I'll be happy to talk about it with you, um, give my opinion on it, uh, or whatever. So please, please comment in, and, and I'll be happy to answer it. So, in the meantime, um, one thing I want to talk about briefly on this episode, um, it's a topic I'm going to be talking about on uh, on my next episode. It's going to be a, a, a two-episode discussion, a two-parter, because it's a very personal uh, personal story for me. Um, the reason I wanted to do this podcast was I wanted this podcast to basically be an open forum. Uh, talk about politics, sports, entertainment, anything that's going on in the world. And, and I, and, and I know that, you know, we live in a, in a time right now where people are easily offended or put off or don't like what people have to say. And that's why I think this podcast was so important that at the end of the day, you need to realize something. This podcast is nothing more than my opinions. And even though I believe a lot of my opinions are, are, are done out and I believe I'm right in them, I know not everybody's going to agree with it. Um, you know, it's, it's your choice how you want to receive it, how you want to take it. You know, you can take it offensively or you can take it as just being my opinion. If you choose to get in an argument with me about it, that's on you. Um, you know, I won't, I won't go out of my way to have arguments with you unless... You get contra- or, uh, confrontational with me. But anyway, so that's the reason why I wanted to do this show. I-, I wanted it to be an open forum, but at the same time, I wanted this to be a good platform for to, for me to talk about me. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been through a lot of different things in my life, a lot of different health issues, a lot of personal issues and such. And um, I've been contemplating for a while about potentially writing writing a book on my on my life story and i know that might sound maybe a little cliche or a little thing but th- there are certain things that have happened in my life where i feel as though that maybe if i write about certain things maybe something i write about might help somebody else through a difficult time they're having as well and i'm i'm hoping that i can do that for somebody and and it i think it's good to to be able to I mean, people, people go to therapists and, and such to talk about their problems, to be able to release and be able to get their problems out to feel better. So I feel like that, that this podcast, in a way, is therapeutic to me because I'm able to just vent and talk about some of my some of my problems and some of my issues out to you, the public. And um, sometimes it's kind of nice because, like right now, I'm talking to a camera. You know, I'm not talking to a direct person, and sometimes it's easier to do it that way because. You're, you're, you're talking to other people about it that are not looking at you or judging you or such. And I would hope that anybody that listens, you know, wouldn't judge um, or look at somebody the other way because, you know, we're all human and we all deserve the 
the right to be heard. And we all have our own personal feelings and emotions, and we all react to things differently. Some people might not be as understanding about certain things as others. Um, but one of the things I mainly wanted to get into that I'm going to divulge into in the next episode in part one of the discussion. And, uh, it's kind of something that I've never really talked about. Um, other than a few close people, uh, growing up as a kid, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I have a stepfather, um, and um, my my biological father, you know, wasn't in my life for the first 15 years. And, you know, it's something I look back on now and um, especially now because some things have been going on that really have had me take a good long look at it. And it's something that I really want to talk about because there's a lot of compounding issues there. And I feel like putting it out in the open and, and talking about it will not only make me feel better, but to make certain people see the errors of their ways. Um, I won't mention who those people are, but if you're listening, you probably know who you are. Um, but it's something I'm going to get into starting next episode. It's going to be a very, um, very detailed podcast. Um, I'll understand if, my listeners don't want to don't want to hear that episode because it's going to be a lot of me talking about my personal life and such. But I really hope you do listen to it because um, I think that maybe there's some of you out there that maybe have experienced similar circumstances, uh, similar situations, and maybe by listening to me talk about it, invent maybe it'll help you as well. And uh, I, I would I would appreciate too that if you listen to the episode that you you know, write to me, comment to me, you know, and if you really want to talk about it, I'd be more than happy to, to talk about it with you and, uh, you know, uh, discuss our, discuss our problems and issues together. But, uh, that'll be, that'll be my next episode. Um, I don't want to talk about too much of it now, but I wanted to give you just kind of a rough, a rough idea of what's coming and, uh, what it's going to be kind of about. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be quite the journey. It's going to be mainly a podcast, basically, probably based on my first 20 years or so. Um, a lot of it will be the first 15, uh, but it'll be also sporadic things that have happened over the years, too, that have kind of connected to those situations from the first 15 years. So um, I hope you all listen to it. I really do. Um, so uh, to get into the third and final topic of the episode, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit of entertainment news. Uh, I didn't really do inter inter any entertainment news in the last episode. Uh, we got word that uh, Top Gun Maverick... Uh, Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick, the highly anticipated sequel to Top Gun, which was supposed to come out November or December of this year. It's been pushed back quite a few times, but we got word that it's now been pushed back to Memorial Day again. Obviously, they're pushing it back because they're worried about uh, a Delta variant of COVID, which, whatever, I think it's just a money grab because I think they see it as an opportunity. I don't think it's going to make much difference whether they move it back or not the world is the way the world is um but so let's be moved back to may so was uh jackass forever it was supposed to come out october 22nd now it's coming out in february um my my food for thought on that is that i feel like that paramount pictures is getting a little money hungry 
You know, people might view it as them doing it because they're worried about Delta, but I don't really see it that way because we just had a Marvel Shang-Chi come out this past weekend and set a Labor Day weekend record. Uh, So, I mean, it's not because movies aren't doing well. Yeah, they're not doing what they what they're usually doing, but that's going to take time. The box office is going to have to recover. It's not going to be an instantaneous, you know, blockbuster situation. Uh, oh, and, and by the way, Shang-Chi, excellent movie. Highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't too sure about it when I went to go see it. I wasn't excited for it like previous Marvel movies, but it ended up being very good, well cast, good action, good story. I uh, I highly recommend it. So go out and go out and see it. Uh, it's not on Disney Plus like Black Widow was, so you got to go to the theater to see this. Uh, I've heard that it might be on Disney Plus come October, but it'll probably be premiere access for the ridiculous $30 to rent the movie. Insane. If I'm paying $30 to rent it, they better give it to me to keep. Not only for streaming, or send me a disc, because that's just utterly insane. Um, but definitely check it out. Uh, Marvel has just announced now, too, that Eternals, which is due out in November, will now only be a theater-only release. It will not be on Disney+, Plus due to the success of Shang-Chi. So, I, I mean, I'm glad. I, I like having the streaming option, but at the same time, nothing replaces the theater experience and the last thing I want is for movie theaters to close up because there's no better way to experience a movie than in the movie theater and and there's certain movies that I have even seen streaming at home since COVID where the first couple were nice to watch from home but now there's just certain movies I just can't do at home I mean I saw Fast and Furious and uh, that was a great theater experience. I couldn't have imagined watching that at home. Um, I went to go see Shang-Chi. That's a theater experience. Uh, Escape Room 2, which is still, by the way, not on streaming. Uh, I recommend that one as well. But um, I'll be glad to return to normalcy back to the theater. Uh, we even got the uh, release of the new Matrix trailer uh, yesterday, which awesome, by the way, that the fact that the Matrix is returning. Um, that's also, that's also going to be a theater HBO max joint release. Um, now me personally, I'm going to see that movie in the theater. I am not watching the newest matrix movie on HBO max. If I watch it a second time, I will, but the first time theater all the way, no question about it. Uh, but check out the trailer. It's on YouTube matrix resurrections. Recommend that too. Um, and then also finally we got the, um, got the news that the new Halloween film Halloween Kills which is due out I believe uh, middle of October was originally only going to be a theater only release but now it is going to be released day and date with theaters on Peacock so uh, if you want to watch Halloween Kills at home you can watch it on Peacock if you have Peacock I know me again I'm going to see that movie in the theater first because that again is a theater kind of movie Um, second watch of course will be you know, on Peacock. Uh, so, but in the entertainment world, that's pretty much it. I mean, right now that's, uh, entertainment world's been pretty quiet. Uh, the only other thing I can mention is that no time to die. The new 007 movie is finally coming out October 8th. Thank God. Uh, it was supposed to be my birthday movie last year. It was supposed to come out April in the beginning of April, but that didn't happen. But now it's finally coming out and, uh, running time has been announced as two hours and 43 minutes. Very excited for that. Um, and then Venom, uh, Venom 2 has been moved up from October 15th to October 1st. That will also only be an hour and a half, which 
I'm a little puzzled by because usually movies that are 90 minutes, I get a little skeptical on. But anyway, uh, sometimes when it comes to big, big movies like that, I do. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it'd be better off being an hour and a half and move fast, move quick, and it might be better for it considering the story. So um, that's it in the entertainment news. A uh, couple comments have come in. Uh, my grandmother commented in. She said, we're so proud of you, Mike. Talking about your life is good for you and, and your book you are writing. Thank you very much. Um, that's something that I'm really thinking about doing with the book. Um, talking it out is really helpful, and I hope you all do continue to listen. And another one from my mother. Great podcast. Looking forward to the next one. I hope you listen to the next one. The next one is going to be a doozy, and I'm really excited for you all to to listen to it. Um, and, I, and I hope you all take to it. I hope maybe you can take something personally out of it and uh, maybe can relate to something. And um, I'm hoping that you'll join me in that discussion. I, I'll probably be doing um, that discussion live as well. Um, I really want that to be a live discussion, a live open forum. So I hope as many of you will, will listen and watch that as possible. Because I would love to get your comments in while I discuss it and get your thoughts. And, uh, and just talk with me about it. Let's turn it into a therapy session. Um, you know, I, I, want this, I want this podcast to even be potential therapy for everybody. Um, you be there for me, I be there for you. So, uh, let's seriously do that. Let's, 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 let's do this for the, for the great of mankind. Let's, let, let's do it. We need it right now. It's very, very important. And, uh, I look forward to it. So thank you everybody, uh, for joining me on this episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it and, uh, be sure to check out my excellent in-depth two-part discussion coming up over the next week or so. Hope you're going to join me for that. So have a good evening, everybody, and we'll see you on episode three of Food for Thought.